0: Hey, welcome to Village Church Sermon Q&A. Pastor Michael and Pastor Alex here with you on June 20th, 2021. We both preached a sermon on practical evangelism in a hurting world. And uh, the question that came out of that, Pastor Alex, is how do I avoid becoming a victim when I've actually been hurt? And really one of the things we talked about is one of the Apostle Paul's most strategic evangelism tools is his own Weakness shared in mm-hmm. authenticity. Yes. Um, and we talked about victimhood. Um, we basically said we're not victims, we're overcomers. Right. But w- what if I've actually been hurt? So right. What would you say to somebody?
1: So uh, your pain, the thing that you experience, the thing that you have hurt from, uh, in the truest sense of the word, you are a victim. Yeah. Right. You have been victimized. Uh, the question, though, is uh, what are you going to allow that reality to do? do to you. Yeah. So uh, so it, it's really interesting. The world today has kind of become like church camp. Uh, let me tell you what I mean by that. <laughs> um, so in church camp, you know, you're a high schooler with other high schoolers. You go away for like, let's say five days and you have these uh, amazing experiences in worship and people share teaching and mm-hmm. uh, you get to do things and interact with like the same group of people every day for five days and then inevitably at some point there is testimony time. Testimony time, everybody,
0: we're having testimony
1: time. That's exactly right. And the the ducklings would flock. Yeah, they all come together. And then people start sharing the stories of their life. And what's really interesting is that the person with the most impactful story at Mm. church camp was the person who had the worst thing happen to them. Oh
0: my gosh, do you know, as you're saying this, so many stories are flooding through my brain. And I remember getting there and it was like, okay, there's like three people yeah. who are
1: ultimately going to go, you, me, that's me, right? That's and right. Like, it's How like, can we yeah. outdo each other? Yes. In not in love. Worst, <laughs> and not in love, but in having the worst thing happen to us, yeah, right? How right? can we tell our story yeah. in such a way that people will believe we have been yeah. victimized the most? My, my
0: home was broken into by intruders. My home was broken into by 13 intruders. Some my home was broken into by 40 yeah, intruders. Right. And they took our home, all the lumber inside too, and the wall stayed up. I'm like- Is, What is happening right now? Now, as I say, even as we jest a little bit, like there were actual, legitimate, like terrible, terrible pains and things that happened. But like, if you weren't in the upper echelon of pain, you kept right. your mouth shut
1: right yeah. yeah nobody you didn't have anything to say during yeah. testimony time if you didn't have yeah. that worst pain
0: totally yeah. and the dumbest looking kid in the room is the kid who started off and they're like yeah my right. parents have been fighting uh, yeah. and then some kids like i've been addicted to drugs since i was 11. Right. immediately you're like, it's like, you're we, like oh goodness. we've gone to
1: the nth degree already yes. you're right. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. it's a uh, you know it's, it's interesting when we talk about um becoming a victim that in the christian life we would never look at somebody and say you know that thing done to you or mm. that thing you did that's now your identity Yeah, right. But it's interesting in the world, what they want to do is take the thing done to you or the thing you did and say, this is now who you are. It's what's most important. This is the most important thing about you. And that's why we say uh, as Christians, whatever has been done to you, your identity is not victim. Your identity is overcomer and child of God. Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so there's a huge difference here. So um, pain is pain is I found often used in three primary ways. So if I have been been victimized, whether it Mm -hmm. is by another person or just I'm a victim of unfortunate circumstances. It could be a car accident that left me in a ton of pain and hurting, right. crippled, et cetera. I mean, all these it's terrible. Perfectly things
1: perfectly legitimate, right? Yeah.
0: So pain is used number one for self exaltation, mm-hmm. and uh, this is what we see in the church camps. Right. right? This is the church camp thing. Right? And yeah. in church camp world, now the whole world, like you just said, it, the whole world's a church like camp. Now, yeah, right? right. You are the most powerful person. You have all the control. Mm-hmm. If you have the worst pain, mm-hmm. so young people particularly are learning to leverage their pain for self-exaltation, social clout, right? social clout to increase their social status. Yep. And um, that's a real thing. But number two, um, and this is historically how it's been used, mm-hmm. which is for self-loathing, not yeah. self-exaltation. Uh, we go into our brains and we just hate ourselves. Yeah. It's amazing that when somebody can violate us, mm. how it makes us hate ourselves. Mm. Like what an evil twist. Yeah. Uh, that the world or our flesh or the devil is putting into our brain, yeah. but there's a third. There's a third um, uh, use of pain, which is God exaltation, yeah. and um, God wants us to use our pain um, in a way that mm. brings Him glory and shows His healing and redemptive power. Yeah in our life. And it doesn't mean we don't feel, it doesn't mean we're cold, it doesn't mean we're not empathetic. Right. It doesn't mean we have times of just honestly loathing and like what like this right. is hard and right. sackcloth and ashes, like that can right. all happen. It doesn't mean we don't talk about it. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean we don't right. share in church right. camp time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like sometimes there can be a bifurcation yeah. between these things. Like uh I can't experience weakness and at the same time oh no you just need to like look at God like somehow yeah. having joy in God and and experiencing mm-hmm. the weakness of your pain yep. are somehow challenged against each other whereas like actually no in the middle of your pain mm-hmm. in the middle of your weakness it can cause you actually like to turn yep. to God you can have joy in God in the midst of mm-hmm. your pain
0: yep. right which so, is a crazy thought yeah all right so Alex we you and I penned four reasons about why God would even allow pain and what it means for us yeah. to use his pain in a way that glorifies god so what's the yep. first one?
1: yeah so the first one is to actually to lean on god mm-hmm. and not push him away there's a really strong temptation mm-hmm. uh when we're in the midst of our pain to want to blame that on god but that like the if our pain can actually mm-hmm. direct us to find god to be the one who sustains us that yep. we see the jesus who entered into our pain the pain yeah. of human existence and, and, and de- like took that pain on himself, yep. right? We see a God who empathizes with us and is with us in the midst of pain and he becomes kind of the sustainer of life for us. That is a really God-glorifying yep. attitude.
0: So in pain, God wants you to lean on him. The second yep. one we put is to worship him, which is so counterintuitive because to lean on somebody says, says, mm-hmm. um, I think you can help me, you can mm-hmm. provide comfort me. To yep. worship somebody, uh, is is next level. Right. And the opposite of worship is to wag your finger at them. And mm. so a lot of people run from God mm-hmm. and um but there's a whole bunch of people who are like, you could have stopped this. Right. And you didn't. Mm. And it's interesting because there's not even an implicit, there's an explicit accusation. Yeah. You owe you me. did this, right. Yeah. You did this. Mm. You could have stopped this. Mm. You're responsible for this. And whatever you are, I don't want that. And so you pull a Job mm. who somehow found in him to worship god despite the fact that god could have stopped what happened what's the third one all
1: right so uh the third one could be to provide comfort now uh, we've been talking about how your pain can direct you towards god your pain actually can also be a tool to direct you to love others to direct you towards others so uh typically what you can do is you can go internal go to self-loathing right Right. let your pain and understandable response right but your pain gives you glasses that you did not previously have. You have the ability to see other people's pain and, and understand what they're going through to the extent that you could not previously, which gives you the ability Mm. to enter in and sit with them in that pain. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That glasses thing, like there are, there are things you can't see until you've experienced it. Mm. And that's powerful. Here's the last one. Um, God allows us to go through pain and, and, what he wants for us is to learn to show forgiveness and not bitterness. Mm -hmm. When you have been hurt by someone, um, the world will tell you, the devil will tell you, your flesh will give you the impulse to be filled with bitterness. all that does is corrupt you. It's crazy how a person can harm us and then the harm just doesn't stop because Mm. internally we continue the harm by corrupting our own selves. We're hurting ourselves. And then the Bible, Hebrews says that when we become bitter we mm. defile others yes. it's interesting so now this harm done to me mm. i take this harm and i amplify it and then i am like contagious gangrene put it, and it on I you give it right? to yeah. you and it becomes this this event becomes this event and mm. that is that is not the way god wants it to be and mm. and uh, if anybody understands this jesus is on the cross the greatest victim in the mm. truest sense of the yes. word ever and somehow he is modeling for us. Like I will not let these people corrupt mm. me. Um, I will. I will work to forgive them. Yeah,
1: Father, forgive them, yeah. for they know not what they do. Yeah, that's mm.
0: powerful. So, um, mm. so Alex, our encouragement, to everybody, is lean on God, worship God. Uh, Provide comfort now that you have the lenses to see things and uh, show forgiveness, Mm. not bitterness. So, all right, well, I want to thank you for joining us on Sermon QA. And I know there are a lot of you who are watching who have probably had some pretty frustrating, terrible things done to you, or you have done some really terrible things. And I just want to encourage you in Christ, those things are not your identity. You are an overcomer, you're a child of God. That is who you are. And so, uh, we love you. We love just being your pastors, and serving you in this way. So join us next time on Sermon Q&A. We've got more questions to come.